I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You are listening to The Aaron May Henry Show. This is a podcast created to help you to be unapologetically yourself and get paid for it. Here, we talk all about personal branding, online business, social media marketing, and everything in between. And along with serving you some incredible lessons about how to grow your personal brand, we also have some amazing chats with extraordinary entrepreneurs and influencers about how they built theirs. This podcast is going to give you everything you need to know to become known online, grow your influence, impact, and income. So with that being said, let's jump into today's episode. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of The Erin May Henry Show. I hope that you're having an incredible day so far, wherever you are listening to this right now, whether you are walking, whether you're just chilling at home, whether you are driving your car. I just want to let you know that I really, really appreciate you coming and listening and downloading the show. So just to get that out the way. (laughs) Um, But what I wanted to talk about in today's podcast was this whole concept of multi-passionate entrepreneurs. It's been a huge buzzword that so many people are speaking about at the moment. I found myself in many conversations with people about multi-passionate, being multi-passionate and being a multi-passionate entrepreneur. To be honest, I think Marie Folio originally coined this term, or at least she has mentioned that she did, Um, but it definitely is a huge buzz topic that so many people are talking to me about. I have a lot of my clients coming to me wanting to discuss the fact that they are a multi-passionate entrepreneur, and what I wanted to do was talk about why, in my opinion, multi-passionate entrepreneurs have more successful personal brands. And I wanted to talk about why that's so and how, if you are a multi-passionate person, that you can harness that. So if you're not a multi-passionate person, then this is probably not the podcast for you and you probably won't have a successful personal brand. But since there is no one in the world who's not multi-passionate, then hopefully I didn't offend anyone. But seriously, I want to talk before I actually get into the whole concept of being a multi-passionate entrepreneur about the fact that I truly don't believe that there is anyone on this planet who is not multi-passionate. So if you actually think about the term multi-passionate, if you actually think about what those two words separated mean, multi means more than one. And passionate is essentially just having a strong emotion or a strong feeling towards something. And I truly don't believe that one person on this planet doesn't have something that they are emotionally connected to, doesn't have more than one thing that they are emotionally connected to. Now, why I think we've separated the multi-passionate entrepreneurs to the non-multi-passionate entrepreneurs is because there are some people out there who are including 
all of their passions into their business and they're speaking about things that don't necessarily have anything to do with each other and they're having their core business influenced by these other passions and some people just are not. Now that's not to say that the people who are not don't have anything else that they are interested in. It's just maybe they do not know how to harness their other passions and interests for the success of their personal brand and their business or maybe they just don't want to. Maybe they would prefer to keep it separate. But what I want to do today is talk about why having things that you're interested in, having things that you're passionate about that may not necessarily reflect your business is still a great way to grow and to get yourself out there. So I'm going to jump right into that in a second, but before I do, I just really, really want to let you know about my brand new workshop that is coming up at the end of July and beginning of August. This is going to be an incredible workshop, and if you were shattered that you missed out on Visibility 101, which was incredible in itself, then this is going to be a really good way for you to work with me and another very exciting coach on a workshop that is going to help you to not only feel more confident, to increase your mindset, overcome anxiety in your business, but also to help you to build a community, build a community online. You know, I really do... Uh, Not to toot my own horn, but I really do think I've built an amazing community online. And Sam from A Happy Mind, another incredible coach, has also done the same thing. So we've put our minds together. We've thought about the things that we do well. And what we want to do is create a workshop that is all about getting you visible, but also giving you the confidence to do so. So the workshop itself is called Confidence and Community. It is open for enrollment right now. If you're listening to this episode before the 1st of July, we also have an awesome early bird special where if you use the code Erin, you can get 10% off as well as go in the running to win a one-on-one session with both Sam and I. So both of us on the call, mindset and strategy, helping you with your business. But enrollment the, the normal enrollment will be closing on the 22nd of July. So I'm going to leave the details for that in the show notes. So please do check it out or reach out to me on social media if you have any more questions. So jumping back into this topic of being multi-passionate then, if you're kind of not following what I'm talking about with this whole multi-passionate concept, I just want to take a little bit of a step back and explain exactly what the term multi-passionate entrepreneur is really referring to. So as I said, I believe that every human is multi-passionate. I think we all have more than one thing that we are emotionally connected to or interested in. But where the concept of multi-passionate entrepreneur comes into place is people who are growing their personal brands and are out on social media, who are out building their community and talking about kind of more than one niche, more than one topic, more than one concept. So I will use Marie Folio as the example, because as I said, I believe that she said she coined the term multi-passionate. To be honest, I don't know where it came from, but I think that she's a really good example of someone who is multi-passionate. So as we all know, Marie's forte is business. She talks a lot about business, but she's also super into health. She's super into dancing. She's really into fashion. A really another great example of this, and I, I use this example all the time, but girl, this girl takes the boxes of examples when it comes to killing it on social media and as a personal brand. But another example I use is Jenna Kutcher. She's super, super into photography and marketing, but she's also really into body positivity, and it's something that she talks about all the time. She also talks about home decor very, very regularly. A lot of the stuff that she does is about home decor. And then she also talks about her dogs and traveling as well. So lots of different passions 
passions there that don't necessarily fit with her business of marketing for photographers, but they make up the, the, the story of who she is as a person and allow people to connect with her on a deeper level. So I want to walk you through some of the reasons why being multi-passionate and showing more sides to yourself really will help you to grow your personal brand and ultimately your business. And I want to give you some really tangible ways that you can start including your passion into your content so that these reasons why I'm telling you multi-passionate is good and is going to help you grow your personal brand, you can start implementing them for your own growth. So the first reason why being multi-passionate helps you to have more of a successful personal brand is because being multi-passionate makes you human. I said in the beginning of this episode that I don't believe there is one human out there that isn't interested in more than one thing. I don't care if it's you are interested in your family and playing Call of Duty, that's more than one thing. But you're probably also interested in a certain type of food, maybe a certain type of music, maybe a certain type of entertainment. At the end of the day, we humans have multiple things that we're interested in. It's not something that's new either. It's not something that's just because of the rise of social media. Now we all have shiny object syndrome and have things that we're interested in. It's just human nature to be curious and to want to know about things and to explore things. And that leads us to being interested in multiple different things. Now, when you think about this and the term personal branding, personal branding is all about the person. Branding is a concept that's been around for ages, and it's the term used to describe the way that people feel about a business. But personal branding is the way that people feel about the person. That was like Peter Piper picked a pickle pickle peppers. Oh my God, so many peas. And that's the one word that the one letter that I usually overpronunciate. But anyway, so being multi-passionate makes you human. You know, traditionally a brand would have had one focus. You know, Coca-Cola is not multi-passionate. Apple is not multi-passionate. These are businesses. But being humans is what people is, being human, I cannot say my words today. Being human is what people are demanding from the businesses that they're working with. And being human, one of the best ways to be human is to be multi-passionate, is to have focuses in different areas, is to have interests in different niches. So take yourself away from being this one-dimensional brand for a moment whose only sole core purpose and interest and lens is focused on this one particular niche and topic and recognize that you're human and recognize that that is something that people actually want to deal with these days. So if you are in a business where you are selling people socks That doesn't mean that you can't be interested in sports. It doesn't mean that you can't be interested in sewing. It doesn't mean that you can't be interested in baking. It just means that you're human. And even if you sell socks, by showing up and showing people all of these other sides to you, it allows them to connect with you on such a deeper level, one that we were never able to connect with businesses on because they just don't reflect that human element of being multi-passionate. Another thing that's really important to recognize when you are being multi-passionate and you're showing your multi-passions online, specifically if you are a service-based entrepreneur, whether you are building a personal brand or you're providing a service as a coach, consultant, teacher of any sorts, you are your business, you are the product, you are the service. And in order for people to love you, to know, like, and trust you and to want to work with you, 
by being multi-passionate and showing the parts of you that are outside of your business and outside the realm of specifically what you do, you allow your dream customers and clients to be attracted to you even without strategically trying. You know, a lot of people are really focused on the copy that they use and getting this really great client avatar in place. And whilst these are all amazing exercises to do to make sure that you're attracting the right people, naturally, if you're showing up as yourself and you're talking about all the things that you're interested in, you're not only going to be really attracting the people who are also interested in similar things and then want to buy your service as well, but you'll be naturally repelling people that maybe don't have the same values and characteristics that you do. You know, that's not always going to be the case. There are still going to be people, if you're out there talking about the fact that you love baseball, there's still going to be people being like, well, I don't really like baseball, but I'm going to work with her anyway. But, you know, there might be people who are really like, I'm against baseball. I think that's the worst sport in the world. And I would never, ever, ever work with someone like as if you'd want to work with that person anyway, because you'd have such a disconnect in your values and the opinions that you hold. And I know that was a really basic example, but you naturally repel people that you might not have as great of rapport with. And having good rapport with customers and clients is the best way to grow your business because that's how you create raving fans. That's how you get good results. That's how you get testimonials. So the more of an alignment between those values that there is between you and your customers and clients, the better chance that you're going to have at ultimately growing your business. And it makes it so much more fun. I mean, you know, working with people who are on the same wavelength, who are on the same level, who you'd be friends with in real life, who you just get each other is so much more fun than just having the traditional client coach relationship. And trust me, I did a Facebook live on this. You can go find it. It's in the Make Collective group, all about how to choose a coach. I've spoken about those coaching instances where I've had coaches who just, you know, I would never be friends with, or we have nothing in common. And it just, it didn't feel as good as when I've worked with coaches who we are so similar and so alike and are interested in the same things. And neither of those situations was the coach interested in, you know, they've both been interested in business and mindset, but one coach is off staying at the Ritz-Carlton and one coach is, you know, getting down with their spirituality and wanting to make an impact on the world. And I'm sure you can naturally see which coach I would have got along better with, even though the focus for both was the same. So it allows you to attract your dream customers and clients without even strategically trying. You don't have to get the perfect website copy up. You don't have to have the perfect client avatar in place. If you're just showing up and being yourself and talking about your business and talking about what you can do and positioning yourself as an expert, whilst also letting the light leaks shine through of who you are as a person and the things that you're interested and curious in, then you're going to have such a better time with your client. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Another thing that is so beneficial is that I believe that by allowing yourself to be multi-passionate, 
you open up the space for non-linear influences to have an impact on your innovation. And I know that was a mouthful, but what I mean by that is when you're just so focused on one specific niche and one specific area of business, it can be really easy to fall into the trap of just focusing on that niche when you're out trying to create content or when you're trying to come up with strategically innovative ideas for that business. And when you're constantly consuming content from the same people and you're constantly getting inspired from the same sources and that's all you're really opening yourself up to, it can get very repetitive and it can get very stale. Whereas when you're multi-passionate and you're allowing yourself to feed into all of these amazing things that you're interested in, you allow your content and the work that you do as an entrepreneur to be inspired by outside sources. And a really good example to explain this is a couple of uh, weeks back, we had Nick from the Scran line on. And even though he is baking and the content that he creates is all about baking macarons, cakes, and cupcakes, he said that he was very inspired by pop culture. He said that he was very inspired by music and LGBTQ conversation. So although not necessarily do those things have a lot to do with baking or creating content about baking, he's being influenced by those outside sources. And I can say the same, a lot of the content that I've had come to you from my mouth, from my mind, in my business has come from a song lyric that I heard or a conversation that I had or a billboard that I've seen when I've been out, you know, not a billboard. I mean, like a, like a quote or something written in a menu. I, I love going out and having wine and food. And that's one of my favorite things to do. And I'm always being really observant of the conversations people are having and the, the, the things that I see around me you know, if you go to a cute cafe and they've often got little quotes or things like that written on the wall, like some of the content that I come gets pulled from those sources. And a lot of the content, as I said, comes from music. It comes from RuPaul's Drag Race. It comes from so many different things, but I'm allowing myself to be open up, opened up and exploring all of these topics that even when I say, hey, this newsletter was inspired by Queen, it's not weird because I'm out there talking about how I love Queen and how I love music. So it just naturally fits in. And that is unlike content that anybody else is creating because instead of just saying, hey, I want to inspire you with this girl boss quote that I found on Pinterest today, I'm like, hey, let's think about this in a different way. Let's think about something that Freddie Mercury said 20 years ago and how that is going to apply to our businesses today. You know, don't stop me now. (laughs) But anyway, so allow yourself to open up all of those parts of you. And the final reason why I think that being multi-passionate really really, really helps people to have more successful personal brands is because you have so much more room for opportunities. I really, really wanted to say you have so much more room for activities and you essentially do, but the true term I need to use here is that you have so much more room for opportunities. For example, a lot of the clients that I work with have passions in a lot of non-for-profit issues and conversations that need to be had. And I say to them, you know, by opening yourself up and on social media, speaking about these issues and having these conversations and bringing awareness to these topics, if you were then to later go on, open up your own non-for-profit or to have a leg of your business that dealt with this charity, and then it's not just going to be totally out of the blue to your audience. And even if now you are starting a business, another great example that I do have of 
one of my students in the Game Changer Collective. She's a curly hair influencer who's also doing business coaching, you know, hashtag multi-passionate. But at the end of the day, she just, she wants to take a, a process where she doesn't have to get investors into creating a, a curly haired product. So she's building up her business, building up her coaching business so that one day she can invest in her own business. And you know why it's not going to be weird when this business coach comes out with a a curly head product is because she's out there also talking about the things that she is passionate about. Even things like a game with myself, with a business by, you know, a, a, a dream of mine is to have my own vineyard or my own wine line. And while that has absolutely nothing with personal branding or coaching, at the end of the day, you guys know that's something that I'm interested in that I'm passionate about. And when it does come out, it's not going to be like, what the hell? Where did this come from? It's going to be like, oh yeah, that's natural for Erin. And the people who drink wine, probably going to love it. Those who don't, that's absolutely fine. I'm still going to be here talking about strategy, talking about business. So by allowing yourself to have more passions, more dynamic, more more topics, more characteristics about you, you have the opportunity to have so many more directions available for you for growth rather than just going up in one straight line. There's so many other areas that you can focus on. And, and speaking of focus, this is something that I really want to talk about here because I think that a lot of people are going to be like, oh, Erin, you always talk about how we should focus on one thing. And while I think that's true, I think that you should be focused on one thing at a time. I'm not saying that you want to go out and start 45 businesses at once, but at least you can have a vision for where you want to go. And that vision doesn't need to be straight up from where you are now. It might be left. It might be right. It might be around in circles, but you should be focused on one thing now. Absolutely. Because that's going to avoid overwhelm. It's going to avoid confusion, but just by mentioning things on social media, you are just planting the seeds for maybe what's to come. It doesn't mean that you're not focused and putting your attention into what you building now. So I just want to talk then quickly about how you can start bringing your passions in to your business to grow your personal brand because you are multi-passionate whether you like it or not. We all are. And I really hope that I have driven home that point for you. Now, the first thing to do is obviously to identify the things that you are passionate about. Now, when I say passionate about and why I put emphasis on that word is because it's important not to just always be talking about things that you're interested in, right? So many of us go through phases where we're interested in things. I say to avoid confusion to a certain degree, try to really start speaking about and including the things that you were truly passionate about. You know, we all go through different seasons of styles. We all go through different trends that we're interested in, but there are those things in our life that have always been a part of us or have been with us for many, many years. So when I'm talking about passion, I'm really talking about those things. Maybe it's a certain type of sport. Maybe it's fitness in general. Maybe it's nature. Maybe it's baking. Maybe it's a type of music. Maybe it's a type of style. Maybe it's a political opinion or something that you're really driven and empowered to be an advocate of. I mean, there's so many different areas for the things that we could be passionate about, but make sure it's not just kind of like uh, something that you're interested in now because you might go out there and start attracting all these people and then in a month's time be like, I'm not really into this thing anymore. 
So identify the things that you are really passionate about and then start thinking about how you can seamlessly influence the type of content that you already create with these passions. A really, really good place to start is Instagram stories. I think everybody has the expectation for Instagram stories to be A, a little bit random, but also be very authentic to who the person that they are watching is. So I think that's a really good place to start talking about the things that you are interested in. And then maybe you can infuse it a little bit into your rich content as well, whether you have a podcast, a blog, or a YouTube channel. Is there any way that you can bring those passions into that content as well? You know exactly how I did it with the business bar. Maybe you can combo niche some of the content that you create. Maybe you're a health coach and you want to start talking all about travel. Maybe you could create a lot of content or a series that's all about, you know, how to stay healthy while you are traveling. I feel like that was a very basic example, but hopefully you get the point of what I'm trying to say here. So really start thinking about how you can effortlessly infuse the things that you are truly passionate about. Now, the last thing I want to talk about before I do wrap up this episode is the problem with people being extremely multi-passionate and how that can negatively affect their business. So some people that I've worked with, actually quite a few people that I've worked with have actually been crippled by the belief that they are multi-passionate and it has stopped them. It has stagnated them because they are really fearful of making a decision. So whether that is what type of business you're going to start, which passion you are going to pursue for your business, which passions that you are going to pursue more than the others, you know, as I've kind of alluded to in this episode, there's always going to be that niche, that focus that you do have, and then the others are like the icing on top of that. But a lot of people get crippled by being multi-passionate and they start to overthink all of the elements of including their passions into their business and where they should focus you still need to be taking really fast and messy action and focus on your core zone of genius. But I'm just talking about bringing those extra little spices, those extra little kicks into the mix. So really... I can create an entire other episode. I've gone blank and don't remember whether I actually created this. Yes, I did. Actually, there is an episode which is called Finding Your G-Spot. That episode is all about mastery. It's all about choosing your niche. It's all about why we don't necessarily have to choose one of our passions for our business, et cetera, et cetera. So please, if you're wondering about being multi-passionate and how that plays into actually starting a business or building a personal brand around an area of expertise, then go listen into that episode but still make a decision make which area make a decision about which area you're going to focus on and then just recognize that you don't have to give anything up you can still be you you can still show up if you're interested in parenting if you're interested in fashion and if you're interested in spirituality then all of those things can still absolutely be a part of who you are online but just choose the profitable one to start a business in And again, go listen to that episode because that is all about how you can find your niche. And I'm actually in the process of creating an entire free training on this as well. It's called Find Your Niche. No, it's not. It's called Know Your Niche. Come on, Erin. <laughs> it's called Know Your Niche. And this is a very in-depth free training, a free workshop that is going to be all about finding your niche. And that's really going to help anyone that is extremely multi-passionate and not know which way to focus for the actual creation of their business. But all I can give you is a little bit of advice that you don't have to give everything up. You can still be exactly who you are. Everyone is human. Everyone is multi-passionate. 
There is no one on this planet who I believe is just passionate, just interested in one singular thing. So we're all multi-passionate and that's absolutely fine because it makes us human, which makes us a more successful personal brand because at the end of the day, people will connect with us on such a deeper level. So I'd love to hear from you. Are you using your multi-passionate human abilities to grow your personal brand? And if so, how? I would really love to keep this conversation going. So as always, please do reach out to me on social media. I hope I gave you a little bit of insight into what being multi-passionate is all about and how you can use it to grow your personal brand. I really, really appreciate you being here today and I'll see you in the next episode. So that is it for today's episode. I really hope that it was helpful for you and that you took away some key information about how you can grow a profitable and memorable personal brand online. If you have not already, I would very much appreciate it if you would leave me a review on iTunes if this podcast helped you in any way. And of course, come hang out with me either on Instagram at Erin May Henry or in the May Collective Facebook group. Now, go out there and become known online. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.